Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of the Daniel K's Let's Plays podcast project. It's me, Daniel K, the host. Oh boy. Let me start uh, in the strongest fashion a podcast can ever start, and that is with an apology. Oh, I'm sorry these episodes have been so infrequent. Uh, and I might as well back up this strong, strong start with a second apology. Oh boy, this is going to be a low-energy episode. Uh, yeah, I've been busy, I've been working hard, I've been not having time to do episodes, and yeah, I'm tired. But we'll see if we can just squint our way through this uh, exhaustively uh, literary video game, Ihatovo Story, or Stories of Ihatovo, the incredibly recently translated uh, Japanese 1993 Super Famicom adventure game based on the works of legendary poet and short storyist Kenji Miyazawa. Um, this is going to be me playing through chapter four of this game. Uh, so, here's the volume. And here's the save file. Is that okay? Yes. Done. Here we are, waking up in our hotel. I don't remember, really remember the last thing that happened. Oh no, yeah, um, Kenju. Kenju the kid with the uh, cedar sapling. And that dickhead. Uh, what's his face? Yeah, that was the last thing that happened. Hey, you know what else has happened? I, my book of uh, short stories by Kenji Miyazawa arrived. And I read it. Uh, so I, I've read his, the, like, the original, well, English translated text of Night on the Galactic Railroad now. And also a couple of his other space stories. Um, yeah. I was debating whether or not to, like, make a podcast episode dedicated to just, like, me doing a reading of Night on the Galactic Railroad. So that I reckon that story is going to be covered later in this game. A later chapter is going to be Night on the Galactic Railroad, because that's the big short story that he's really known for. So I thought maybe I'd be like, oh, before you before you experience the short story through the filter of this video game, the slightly imperfect filter of me playing a video game and telling you what's happening in it, why don't you get the full-on short story read to you by me? But then I thought, oh boy, that's too much work. And Jesus, God, don't I know it's too much work because I recorded a full audiobook of a Moomin story, Moomin Lad Midwinter. And Jesus, it's intensive, editing intensive. Um, to this day, if you go back and you find the... Um, there's a special coin toss episode where the bonus content is the full Moomin Land Midwinter audiobook tacked onto the end. It goes for two hours, I think. There are three editing mistakes, which I didn't pick up before I published it. And then I listened through that book, that that again at work once, listening to me reading the, the story. Because um, I'm in love with the sound of my own voice. And I heard just, yeah, I heard mistake after mistake after mistake. And then that's all, just three. That's fine. So if, you, if, you're, if you've got two hours to kill and you want a really fun game to play with yourself... Uh, then I can recommend downloading that episode of the podcast and trying to spot all three editing mistakes and then just, hey, send me, send me, uh, send me, uh, uh, 
note with the description of the mistakes written on them, and then I'll send you uh, I'll send you that that note back to you with a drawing on the back. That's my Daniel K's promise. As long as the return address is on it. I say that knowing full well no one will ever do it, so I'll never need to follow up on it. Alright, let's get on with chapter 4, shall we? Oh yeah, um, that's right. I decided not to read uh, Night on the Galactic Railroad, because it's, it's a really good story, but, like, it's not... I think it'll be fine if you just experience it through the game, or stop now and go watch the movie, because that's the other thing. The movie is a pretty good... The movie is, in fact, a really amazing adaptation of the short story. I think the movie might even add a little bit of depth to the story. Uh, yeah. I came out of the book thinking, wow, that was a great movie. Um, yeah, anyway. It's still a great story. And uh, I, I'm, I wouldn't want to upset the one or two... Uh, people in human history in all the stretching expanses of the future which roll on ahead of me who might have found this episode by typing the name Kenji Miyazawa into like a podcast episode search engine because they're massive great big fans of the man and they're like oh yeah let's listen to this guy play a game based on Kenji Miyazawa he what he likes the movie better than the book the fucking dickhead I'm gonna go look him up and uh Oh no, he died a hundred years ago, is vastly in the future? Oh, well, I guess he got what's coming to him. Oh, let me just look on Wikipedia, Daniel Case, let's play it, okay. Let's see, 21st century, early 21st century, blah blah blah. Uh, marginal, incredibly uh, niche podcast, 30 followers, uh, max, uh, okay. Died in the, died in the Third World War, blah blah blah, okay, sure, standard stuff, yada yada yada. Alright. Uh, okay, so it's the beginning of chapter four, and the gameplay, as always, is going to be I'm going to walk around and just talk to everyone in this town until I get a lead as to what's going to happen. First, let's talk to the uh, just the people in these hotel rooms. Hi. Hello, woman. Oh, they say that the birch tree in the Earth God's Forest can speak to people. Okay. It's going to be a birch tree kind of chapter. Uh, there's one more hotel guest up here, a man. I'll speak to him. Hi. I'm not making enough money in this town, so I'm about to head out. Thanks for taking the time to chat with me. Oh, I'm sorry I won't be seeing you around town. Uh, yeah. The editing is going to start now. Cut to, cut to when I find something interesting that someone says. Let's walk up to this man in the street. Hey, man. Hey. Oh, there's a bit of a chill in the air today, isn't there? Mmm, interesting. Uh, an enticing story hook, a chill in the air. There's another man. Oh, it's rather cold today, isn't it? Oh shit, I wasn't kidding. Really, this really is, I think, maybe going to be a theme of the chapter. Coldness. Woman in the street. Hello, woman. Ayatova is such a calm, quiet town. Yep. Speaking to another man in the street. Hey, did you see that the Chaplin film? Oh yeah, it was hilarious. People need to see it, even if they have to borrow money to go. You're with me on that, right? Okay, cool. So this guy's a Charlie Chaplin fan. He's just seen a Charlie Chaplin film at the local cinema. I've walked up to the cinema and investigated the poster on the door. The next showing is A Certain Love Story. Ah, oh, shit, I missed the Chaplin film. Oh, that's a shame. Did I say this in the first episode? I hope it was um, Gold Rush. That's the only Charlie Chaplin film I've seen. I've tried to watch 
uh, city lights, but I was like, eh, eh yeah, I get it. I mean, he's, he's no, um, what's his face? Uh, Buster Keaton, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, watching Gold Rush is like, oh, this is amazing. It's incredible. It's one of those old silent films, black and white silent comedies, where it's like, oh shit, this was like the... This was the top of the line entertainment for its day. And it's like, they poured a ton of money into this and they made the most insane sets, props and stunts and everything. And everything is like, oh my god, Jesus Christ, I can't believe I'm really seeing this happen in front of me. They got a bear? They're in a house, it's tilting on top of a mountain and a bear's running around inside? He's eating his shoe? The bear, something happens to the bear, I hope the bear's okay. Oh, they're sliding down the mountain. God damn, what a movie. Unbelievable. Hey, Daniel K recommends. Daniel K has a podcast and he recommends things sometimes. Go, uh, go check out, uh, Gold Rush. I'm sure it's Gold Rush with Charlie Chaplin. He, he, that's the one he makes the bread rolls dance on the forks. That's really charming, man. He comes off as a pretty charming guy in that movie, if I remember rightly. And there's a bear, and he eats a shoe. Charlie Chaplin, I mean. Anyway, let's try going into the cinema. Oh, we can actually go in! Holy moly! We enter the cinema. My audio is messing up. Maybe it's my emulator. But this is like a silent film honky-tonk piano. I can see the cinema is... Oh, it's packed with people. There's a bunch of people, actually. In seats. I can just see the backs of their heads. No blonde people in this this little rural Japanese village. Surprise, surprise. Uh, I can see just a sea of black hair and brown hair, and that's it. And there's a bald man here by the, the front counter. Let's speak to this bald man. Ah, the cinema is showing a Chaplin film today. Oh, fuck yeah, let's see it. I'm gonna just dive on in. Yeah, in we go. And let's see the screen. It's Charlie Chaplin! This is a pixel art of Charlie Chaplin. He's sort of shaking his head. There's a flickery, uh, sepia-toned screen. Charlie Chaplin has his hat on. It's just like a... a portrait shot of him kind of wiggling his head and looking around. And that's it. I guess the, the projectionist is, I don't know just got like a one loop of film going and that's enough to keep these rural Japanese uh, town folks entertained for a while. Let's speak to this person on the seat. Oh, ZZZZZ sleeping. What about this person? Oh, movies really are wonderful, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Speak to this person. Laughter. Let's speak to this person. I'd like to see a melodrama. Well, I think stick around. I think coming up next there'll be a melodrama. If the sign on the front is to be believed, speak to this this cinema goer. Movies are made to entertain the masses. Speak to this cinema goer. Comedies really are the best. Speak to this person. Hey, I came here from really far away to see this. Awesome. That's all the cinema goers I can speak to. All the rest I can't access. There's like a chalkboard. I'm in just I'm back in like the foyer in the front of the cinema, not in the cinema area. And there's a chalkboard I'm gonna read. I cannot read it. And there's a corridor which might lead back around to the back of the cinema. Ah, oh, shit. There's like two rooms back here. One with a... I can see what's on the other side of these doors even though I haven't entered them yet. There's a man sitting at a disc. A disc? Sitting at a disc. I think he might be in a managerial position. Uh, but then there's another big room with like an orchestra playing in there. 
Uh, let's talk to the manager first. And he's got like a weird sort of beaker-headed man in a green suit standing behind him. We'll talk to the manager. Theatre executive. Everybody really gets into Chaplin movies. Yeah, cool. That's all he says. Speak to the green-suited, beaker-headed weird guy. With kind of little round glasses. Jug ears. Wingnut ears on a jug head, I guess. Oh! Yeah, okay. Manager. This is the only theatre in here at Ihetovo. Yeah, this guy looks kind of scary. He's got the same kind of frowny, sour face as the bad guy from the last chapter. Um, let's, let's go talk to the orchestra. Authorised personnel only. Yeah, they're all in, in pink suits, and I've got... I can see a timpani drum, I can see a trumpet, I can see a violin, and I can see a cello. A man playing a cello. I wonder if that's, like, uh, Gauche? Or Gauche? Gauche the cellist is another Kenji Miyazawa beloved short story. But I can't, I can't talk to him because I'm not an authorised personnel. Alright, let's escape this glitchy audio and leave the cinema. I'm glad to have learnt that this was here. And we're back out in the town square. And let's keep on uh, just finding friendly people to have nice conversations with. Hey, let's go check out the, uh, uh, the Cairo Club gang member leader's old bar. Maybe let's see if a new, if a new shop has opened there or something. Here we are. Uh, I'm off to another country. Oh no, nothing's changed since chapter three. Uh, I'll investigate the house next door. Speaking to the neighbor man. Hey, I want to eat dumplings right now, so it's the perfect time to make some. I mean, I guess the perfect time to have made dumplings was like 10 minutes ago. And depending on how long it takes you to make dumplings. God damn. I want some dumplings now. Hey, um, Daniel K recommends, I can recommend uh, marrying a woman of Austrian heritage who makes the fucking best uh, bread dumplings. My wife makes incredible dumplings and I've learned, I can kind of make them pretty good too. They're like, um, yeah, I don't know what you call them. Yeah, they're just like, they're like bread dumplings. And they're the goddamn best. Like, I could just eat a bowl full of them. Like a frickin' salad bowl full of dumplings. Austrian dumplings. Jesus. Alright, speak to a woman who's hanging out in front of her house. Hi, my husband can't resist it when he gets a craving for dumplings. Yeah, I sympathize. I also have... Oh my god, I got a craving for dumplings like you wouldn't believe. Maybe, maybe after I finish this episode, I'll go down to the shops and buy all the ingredients I need to make just a big old bowl of dumplings. Maybe I've just decided what's for dinner, listeners. It's a fucking salad bowl full of Austrian bread dumplings. Oh boy. Hey, here's the cat office. Let's see what the cat has to say. The stove cat. Stove cat. Hey, I've got some new information in. Meow. It seems there's a fox that lives in the Earth God's forest and it has one of the seven journals. Meow. The Earth God's Forest is north of Kenju's village. Okay, cool. Uh, interior monologue. I decided to go to the Earth God's Forest. Okay. I reckon let's have a little bit more of a whip around town. Let's speak to the uh, the guy. You know, Leo Sayer or whatever his name is. Hi there. Leo Sayer. <laughs> um. Ooh. Kenju see the trees are... Small and cute, huh? I think I should go take a look at them too. 
Thanks, Leo Sayer. <laughs> oh, that was me murdering the tune of You Make Me Feel Like Dancing to the uh, Leo Notchest's dialogue. Just to, to fully, like, drive nails into the into the coffin of that stupid little attempt at a joke. Hey, here's a man in the street. Ah, oh, the cinema's open! Okay, thanks for the heads up, buddy. Let's walk into this, this house. This is the house with the tiny little girl in who always tells me the weirdest shit. Let's speak to her. The god of the earth really scares me. They say he's always in a bad mood. All right, thanks, girl. Yeah, let's 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 uh, let's blow this popsicle stand. Let's head on out. Let's check out the clearing north of Kai Kaiju's house. Yep, that's what I meant to say. <laughs> okay, yeah, here we are in the in the in the in the world map. And yeah, in the north here's the Earth God's forest. Kind of in the center north of the map, I can see a clearing with a very large tree in it, and a treeless path leading away from the clearing uh, to a lake with an island in the center, and the path leads like across the lake, like a, a land bridge to the island, a weird kind of crater lake almost. Yeah, let's let's go to the Earth God's forest. Wow. Listeners, are you in the mood to be freaked out by some creepy uh, ambience? Because I wasn't. Can you hear this? I think this is like an ambience of cicadas chirping. But goddamn, this is spooky and abstract. Yeah. Okay. I'm in a nice green forested area. Uh, there's no obvious route to take, but there's a way I could walk to the west, to my left, or up to my north. There's one sparse looking tree in the middle of the path here. Let's investigate the tree. Oh shit, a woman! The, the birch tree. Hello, I'm a birch tree. I see a portrait of a woman with green hair and green eyes and a green blouse. She looks very nice, and she's got wavy hair, like wavy long hair, wavy long green hair. Where is this woman? I, it just looks like a birch tree here in the in the in the map, but the portraits of a woman with a human-looking face and head and shoulders. That's all. Oh, I'm waiting for the fox to arrive. That's all she says. Okay, cool. Thanks, woman. I mean birch tree. Let's walk over here to the left. I'll go back and investigate to the north a little later. Okay, the path through the trees. Oh shit, I can see a fox. There's a fox here next to a, a like a barrel of dirt with a wooden door in it. It's got like a yellow uh, jacket on and red boots. Let's speak to the fox. Fox, hello. Oh cool, he looks like a pretty handsome guy in his portrait. Oh, what a cool looking fox. Hello, may I ask why you've come to my living quarters? Do you have some business with me? Well, yeah, I want to I wanna know what's up with the journal. Oh, you came to visit from the city of Ihatobo. As you can see, there's nothing here in this backwater region other than the forest and the swamp. Okay, so the swamp, I think, is what I can hear with all these chirping insects. Should I turn that volume down? Is it irritating you like it's irritating me? Just keep on talking to the fox. Kenji? Oh, Kenji the Poet. Yes, I know him. We go way back. You want to know where he is now? Well, I'm not sure. Where could he be? 
Oh my, would you look at the time? You'll have to excuse me. Oh, and off walks the fox. No, he's walking away from the path down to the, the, the cedar tree or birch tree or whatever. Let's try uh, breaking and entering into his barrow here. The door won't open. Yeah, okay, cool. Well, I'm prevented from committing any fox crime by this sturdy wooden fox door. All right. Uh, branching path. I think I can head to the north. No, there's just a dead end into some thick trees I can't pass. But I can uh, follow a kind of winding dirt path to the east. Ah, and there's like some brown reeds here. And the fox is walking through the reeds. And there's one uh, golden shoot of grass with some seeds on the end in the middle of this brown field of dirty looking reeds. Or dead grass. Let's speak to the fox here in this field. Hey. Dot, 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 dot. Doesn't say anything. Orchard grass is the only thing growing here. What could that fox be doing in a place like this, though? Well, let's investigate this golden shoot of grass here. Orchard grass is growing here. Okay. Do I have anything in my inventory I can use in this situation? Let's try holding on to the, um, the shell fire. Maybe uh, it'll give me, like, a, a, a position of authority over this fox I can utilize. Or abuse. Let's go, fox. Let's speak to the fox again. No, dot, 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 dot. It's just stoic silence from the fox. Let's, uh, let's go back through the winding uh, forest path, past the fox's barrow with its sturdy crime-preventative door, uh, down here to the southwest corner, and now back down to the east center south area, past this weird birch tree woman, speak to her again, birch tree, I'm waiting for the fox to arrive, okay cool, let's uh, try walking up to the north, okay, it's like a, yeah here we are, this is a swampy area, and here in fact is some water, some sort of grey bilgy looking swamp water, with lily pads, beautiful lily pads, oh and I can see some tadpoles, there's like some, some uh, clustery colonies of tadpoles in the water in certain areas, uh, and there's some like reeds, like swamp reeds sticking up out of the water in places, like the kind that if you were a, uh, I don't know, a cartoon character in an old Disney film from the 50s and uh, you might jump into a moat or something and break off the end of the reed and use it as a snorkel to evade a sheriff, you know. Do they do that in Disney's Robin Hood or do they do that in the Black Cauldron? They do that in one of those. They breathe through a reed. Like a, yeah, a reed in some water or a moat. Let's talk to these tad tadpoles. No, I can't. I can't interact with the tadpoles at all. Anyway, to the north uh, of the swampy area, there's like a, like a weird stone house on the bank, on the northern bank of this swampy water area. Uh, and it's kind of got like a weird rope around its, uh, its rocky, bouldery top. It's almost like if you imagine a tiny little henge with a gigantic rock on top of it forming a roof. Like a tiny stone henge, uh, where the stone henges are so close together that they make like the walls of a little hut area, and then a great big stone slab on the, or like a great big stone boulder placed, balanced precariously on top to make a roof. And then someone's kind of like tied a rope around the top and hung some charms on it. Yeah, it looks like the kind of weird stone hut where I'd be murdered by a swamp murderer. Let's go in right now, shall we? In we go. I think this is not the kind... Oh shit! Oh fucking hell! It's a swamp murderer! Oh no, it's the god of the earth! 
Yeah, he looks like, if you picture in your mind, a man who lives in a swamp and murders. Yeah. You're picturing the god of the earth. He's got like a, I don't know, just a vest with no shirt on. He's got a scraggly brown beard. He's got scraggly, dirty, messy, long hair. He's got furious eyes, angry eyebrows, a very stern, sad-looking mouth, a clubbish, uh, a nose like club or mel, and nothing less he seems to be than a fiend what comes from hell. Uh, and his teeth, they look like railway spikes. It's, oh, no, no, he doesn't have any teeth. I was just seeing if I could keep on going with that. Anyway, God of the Earth. Who are you? How dare you enter my shrine uninvited? Oh, he runs. Ah, oh, shit, what's he doing? Struck in the head by the God of the Earth! Oh, my God, I fell unconscious. Oh, and we cut to some art. It's, it's me waking up in a field at night, clutching my head. Oh... When I came to, I realized that I'd been tossed into the middle of the forest. <laughs> wow. Okay. Oh, and it's nighttime and I'm in the middle of the forest. Wow, this ended way more violently than I was expecting it to. I like, I like this sound a lot better than the daytime swamp sound. Oh, can you hear that? Shit, that's dark. Let's just wait for that noise to come back around again. It's coming back around again. This is for the listeners of the podcast. Spooky. Alright, yeah, let's walk around this swamp at night. Uh... Oh, the, okay, I'm kind of back near the where I entered the swampland. And here's a fox next to a cedar tree. Let's see what kind of scene we're about to stumble into and interrupt. And what could this fox possibly be doing to the cedar tree? Let's speak to the cedar tree first. Oh, the birch tree. Oh, good evening. Would you care to hear what the fox has to say? Ah, oh, now we get an artwork of a fox standing underneath a birch tree. The fox says, oh, it really is a quiet night, isn't it? I was talking with the birch tree about the stars. You're welcome to join us. And the fox proved to be quite knowledgeable about the stars, telescopes and art. We had a fascinating discussion. The fox says, Once the telescope I ordered arrives from Germany, I'll show you all of the stars. The birch tree says, Ah, oh, the fox has all sorts of interesting things. He said he has books from far-off places, and even some rare machines. You'll bring something interesting to show me next time, won't you, Fox? And the fox says, yes, with pleasure. I'll show you the most prized collection next time. Oh, would you look at the time? I really must head home for now. If you would excuse me, and off walks the fox. Fox? Yeah, off, off walks the fox. Let's talk to the birch tree. Oh, the fox knows about everything. He's told me plenty of stories on so many starry nights. I wonder what sort of books the fox will bring. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, and that's all she says. Oh, let's follow this fox. This relationship, this friendship is almost too good to be true. I feel like... I don't know, I'm getting creepy like giving tree vibes. Like the tree, she's just stuck here. She can't do anything. She's totally reliant on this weird fox character. And that kind of creeps me out in a big way. Let's follow the fox and hope he's not up to anything real fucked. Here he is next to his house. Hey, watch up to fox. Nothing fucked. 
Oh, I'm rather busy right now. Could we continue our discussion tomorrow, perhaps? Okay, sure thing. Bye, Fox. Jesus. Uh, quickly check out the weird fields he was hanging out in. And the single strand of golden grass in this dead field. No, nothing here. Let's go check out the, the angry forest god's tomb. No, the earth god's shrine. Yeah, I really want to get stabbed in the guts by someone, so let's go investigate that guy's shrine some more. Oh shit, here he is! Holy fuck! Oh my god! He fucking Jesus! That was the closest thing to a jump scare I'm going to find in this game, I reckon. He's back here by the birch tree, just hanging out. Hey buddy, what the fuck is up? Yeah, he's standing up. We get uh, cut to some pixel art of him standing under the birch tree. God of the earth. Why does this soil so dark produce trees and grass that are so green? How do mushrooms sprout from the ground without bearing seed? There's so much I don't understand. Oh, it's odd, isn't it, birch tree? Uh, you're that scoundrel who dared to enter my shrine uninvited. And the birch tree says, Oh, God of the Earth, this man is no scoundrel. The God of the Earth says, Oh, but he... And the birch tree says, Please, listen to the fox. The fox would know whether or not this man is bad. The God of the Earth says, The fox, that liar. Birch tree, Oh, God of the Earth. God of the Earth, As if that fox would know anything. Not a single word it says is true. It's conniving, a coward, the lowest of all the animals. <laughs> oh, and off runs the god of the earth. Oh, shit. What a domestic drama we've interrupted, listeners. Wow, what a chapter. Let's talk to the birch tree some more. Oh, she looks sad. Oh, the god of the earth is angry. The god of the earth is scary when he gets angry. Let's speak to her some more. No, that's it. Let's go, let's go mess with the fox a little bit more. Let's see if he thinks I'm a scoundrel. And then we'll go, uh, then we'll go, uh, check out the, the, that scary guy's shrine some more. Hi there, fox. Oh, I'm rather busy right now. Okay, yep, same dialogue. Yeah, let's go to the shrine. And then if we can't figure out anything at the shrine, we'll try talking to the birch tree one last time. Then we'll go back to Ihatovo City and, and just shoot the shit like normal. Here we are by the shrine. Let's enter. Uninvited. Because, goddamn, I am just desperate for a knife in the guts. Hey, buddy. You really don't seem to be a bad person. I won't hit you again. Oh, thanks. You can trust me on that. Lying is something I would never do. Okay. That birch tree thinks the fox is so much better than I am. It's true that I know nothing, and I have nothing. I understand that much. Yet... Just thinking of it is almost too much to bear. Though I am a lesser god, I still am a god, the god of the earth. So why do I feel this way about the birch tree? What is it, this emotion that has such a sway over me? And the screen fades to black. And uh, I see my avatar character walking through a, a foresty field at night. I was getting late. Oh, it was getting late. So I headed back to the city of Iotovo. Yeah. Oh boy, and here we are in the hotel, the next day. What sort of things could the God of Earth possibly like? I wanted to make him feel better, so I decided to go around town and find out more about him. Alright, who shall we talk to? I guess the hotel guests first, huh? Nope, they both say the same shit. Uh, I guess everyone in this hotel will just say the same stuff. Let's get out of here. Maybe let's talk to the poet, huh? 
Ihotovo's summers really are short, you know. Is the summer over already? Okay, that's all the poet says, I think. Talk to him one more time. Yeah, that's all he says. Uh, let's talk to the singing woman. She always knows interesting stuff. The weather's been strange this year. Oh, that's what? That's not. That's not singing. Uh, let's talk to her son. Maybe he's got um, some insight into whether he, she's singing these days or not. Hey, buddy. The thing about my mum is she knows a lot about science. Oh, that's cool. You got a singing mum who knows a lot about science. Where should we go now? Let's go. Oh, there's a little girl running around here in the southwest corner. Let's speak to her. Have you heard of the talking birch tree in the Earth God's forest? I'd like to see it too. Yeah, I have heard of it. Let's go check out the agricultural college. All right, here we are in the college. It's a full full class of four students watching the lecturer lecture. Let's speak to him, Dr. K Kuboa. Ah, and that is what cause causes earthquakes to happen. Oh no, he's got the same voice as the fox. No, we we'll still have to work on his voice a bit more. Student, please keep quiet during the lesson. Another student, I'm terrified of earthquakes. Yeah, fuck man. You should be. Another student, oh I see. And the fourth and final student, hmm. Okay, that's all there is here. Let's go talk to the stove cat and to Leo Sayer. All right, here's the stove cat. Ah, the offering that the god of the earth really enjoys is dumplings. Meow. Oh shit, stove cat, I don't even need to talk to Leo Sayer. I know who's cooking dumplings is the dumpling man. Shit, this is the dumpling episode. Oh, wonderful. Let's, let's, here's the dumpling man's house. Uh, hello, dumpling man. Ah, I've got some dumplings here, made using my family's special recipe. Do you want one? Should I take it? Yes or no? Yeah! I took the dumpling. Let's check out what it looks like in my inventory. Yeah, it just looks like a little brown dumpling. It kind of looks like the, the bread and butter dumplings. Um, that I like so much. It's like a little brown dumpling. Let's just go straight to the Earth God's uh, shrine. Oh no, we'll give it to the... Try and give it to the birch tree. Am I really trying to set up the birch tree with the Earth God? I'd like to know more about the fox character before I do that, before I play relationship spider. Um, should we talk to the dogs here? Let's talk to the dogs here in the northern edge of town. Hello, dog. Oh, I've heard of a place that doesn't exist anywhere in the world. A place nobody knows about. And in that place is a train station. A single stop on the Galactic Railroad. Okay, cool, dog. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> let's talk to this other dog. Yours is to Sword of Michael. Yours is to Veil of Blood. Oh, that's not what it says. Woof, woof, let's run around together. Yeah, cool. All right, let's go to the Earth Gods clearing. There we are. And here's the birch tree. Hello, birch tree. Hello there. The weather is so nice today, isn't it? Let's uh, talk to her with the dumpling in my hands. Should I go with this, the dumpling? Yes, the dumpling. I held it in my hands. Hope it's still warm. Hello there. No, same thing. I hope I've still got it in my hands because I'm heading on up to the Earth God's Shrine. Past the swampy area to the north bank. Here's the scary shrine. In we go. Hello, Earth God. I just want to double check that I've got it here in my hand. Should I go with this? Yes. The dumpling. I held it in my hands. Oh. My darling. My dumpling. My plump heart is thumping and begging me.
is this like the third Daniel K's recommends segment? I recommend uh, a band called The Wild Beasts and specifically their album Two Dancers. Jesus, it's amazing. Uh, I imagine by now I've already played like a snippet of um, of their songs. Their, uh, hey, here's another one. Yeah, check out Two Dancers by the Wild Beast. Yeah, what an album. Okay, let's talk to the let's talk to the Earth God now that we've got our, our plump thumping dumpling in our hands. God of Earth, what is this? You have something for me? I handed him the dumpling. Oh, it's been a while since I've eaten a dumpling. Oh, I love these. Oh, it pleases me to receive an offering like this. Maybe I should go and see that birch tree. And he runs out of the shrine. What have we done? The god of the earth seems to be feeling better. Oh, good. Oh, good. The scary murderer man feels good. Uh, we walk along the north bank of the swamp, down past it, on the left side. Oh, shit. A domestic confrontation, listeners. The birch tree in the centre. To the left, the fox. To the right, the god of the earth. Who do I talk to first? Let's talk to the fox. I decided to listen to what the birch tree and the fox were talking about. The fox says, Ah, true beauty has its imperfections. Even if we are to accept that beauty must follow the laws of symmetry, true beauty only comes close to the ideal. It merely skirts that fine line, close to an absolute perfection, but far enough away to still appear natural. And the birch tree says, Yes, I really agree with that. The fox says, Well, that much is written in pretty much any book about aesthetics. And the birch tree says, Oh, do you have books about aesthetics? <laughs> Jesus. As my fuel can expanding. The fox says, Indeed I do. Mostly in English and German. Though I'm getting one in Italian delivered soon. The birch tree I take it the German telescope you ordered still hasn't come. The fox, yeah, that's right, it hasn't arrived yet. German telescopes are quite popular, so it's rather hard to get a hold of one. Once it arrives, I'll bring it right over and show it to you. Saturn is such a beautiful sight to behold. You really must see it. Ah, would you look at the time? I have something I need to check up on, if you would excuse me. I'll drop by later with one of my books on aesthetics. As for you, traveller, there's something I'd like to give you later. I'll be on my way then. And off goes the fox, is walking away back to his weird hut. Um... Oh, and the Earth God's walking away too. I should have talked to him first. Let's speak to this weird captive woman tree. Oh, the fox is always experimenting with new things. Jesus, stay away from that fox. Please, birch tree. <laughs> you can't. There's no hope for you. This is creepy. Well, who do I talk to? Let's go talk to the earth god. Maybe... I don't know. Yeah, cut in his shrine. Yeah, we enter the shrine. And here he is. God of the Earth. Oh, you think the fox is better than me? You think I'm not as good as the fox? What is aesthetics, anyway? How am I supposed to know about that? What do you expect me to do? 
Ah, I can't take this anymore. I have no choice but to kill that fox. And he's running away. Jesus, the god of the earth flew out. Screaming. He's screaming. Jesus. Maybe the fox was alright after all. Maybe the fox is the good guy in this crazy, crazy situation. I hope the fox is okay. I'm walking through the forest. Do I dare talk to the birch tree? I almost don't want to. Birch tree, what's up? I was talking with the fox here. Suddenly the god of the earth came charging over. He started shouting and he ran after the fox. What happened? Oh, let's go check out the fox's hut. Fuck this. We might have fucked this whole situation. Oh, shit. The fox is lying here on the ground next to his hut. It was too late. The fox had already drawn his last breath. The fox is dead. The fox had died with orchard grass gripped tightly in its paws. Um, let's try getting into his hut. The door opens and we go inside. Ah, here's the earth god standing in the middle of uh, the fox's hut. It's a kind of bare dirt kind of place. The room was empty. There weren't even any books. Clearly the fox had been lying to us. There's one table with one strand of grass over in the corner. Let's speak to the earth god. God of the earth. Ah, what have I done? What did I even do that for? (laughs) His portrait looks so miserable. He's got such a sad face. It's so scrunched up and miserable. Oh, no. (laughs) Okay, let's go pick up the birch grass. There's some orchard grass on the table. Something's hidden underneath it. There was a journal beneath the orchard grass. It was one of Kenji's journals. I obtained the journal with a note symbol. Oh, good. Great. What a relief to have received this journal. The dead fox is still hanging out here. Yep. Let's go check out the weird dead field to the north. With the one strand of golden birch grass. Yeah, here's the... I mean, not birch grass, orchard grass. Orchard grass is growing here. Okay, cool. Uh, Let's go talk to the birch tree. Uh, Hi, dead fox. How's it going? Sorry, man. I shouldn't have made you so creepy. I feel bad. You were a goodie after all. I guess, although he has been lying to us, let's talk to the tree. The book that the fox lent me turned into grains of orchard grass. Is the fox okay? And the screen fades to black. There's the dead fox. We see a pixel art image of a dead fox lying in the grass, uh, clutching a, like a, a straw, a strand of straw with seeds in its hand. That's That fox had been lying to make itself look good, but those lies ended up leading to the fox to its own demise. Well, fuck, it was the Earth God's fault, wasn't it? In my opinion, the fox is totally in the clear, right? I mean, I guess it has been lying to the weird captive tree woman. That fox wasn't the only liar out there in the world. But every single liar will always end up being hurt by their lies in one way or another. I left the birch tree standing there in a daze and decided to come back to the Earth God's forest later. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay, cool. Will you make an entry in the travel log? Yeah, travel log. Is that okay? Saved. Chapter 5, The Life of Bud Lee Gusko. The Life of Bud Lee Gusko. Holy shit, listeners. Let's hit that pause button. Wow, that chapter didn't go where I was expecting it to. I thought I was in a freaky fox god birch tree dating sim, but I was in a freaky fox god birch tree a one-way murder triangle. And I feel bad about it. Wow. Okay, 
Cool. Well, this has been an episode of the Daniel Case Let's Plays. It's been way less edity than the last couple chapters have been of this Iotovo story, but Jesus, this was compelling. I can't I can't pretend otherwise. This has been great. I liked this chapter a lot. Um yeah. I I didn't I didn't see any of that coming. I uh, uh okay. Thanks listeners for listening to this chapter. Um and like I said, I, I recommend all those things I recommended. Having an Austrian wife. Uh, watching the Galactic Railroad movie. <laughs> yeah, Editor Dan here. Hi. I just wanted to chime in and say, Oh, I got it wrong. I made a mistake. My, my first Daniel K. recommends. It wasn't uh, Night on the Galactic Railroad, even though I do recommend that. No, my first recommends was the 1925 Charlie Chaplin silent comedy, The Gold Rush. Yep, bye everyone. Bye. And uh two dancers unless the the first well, unless one of the recommendations was something different. I've forgotten already. Like I said, low energy. Forgive me, forgive me, Mia Culpa, goodbye everyone. And I'll see you next time I play another chapter or another game of this series or another game, like I said. Okay. Have I been recording? How long for? 48 minutes? Wow, that's pretty good. Okay, see ya. We'll